podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Jay here for Stratford Paddock. This is the Academy Review. And joining me, as always, it's been a little while, but my partner in crime, David Pritt. How are we doing, bro? Not too bad. It's been um, been a long time since it was last year. Was it before Christmas, wasn't it? It must have been, yeah. yeah. There's been a lot going on as well in the Academy Stroke Under-23s that we're going to get into. So if you don't know, which you probably do, but I'll tell you anyway, uh, we're going to be looking at the Academy team. We're going to be looking at the Under-23s. We're going to be looking at our loanies. A few of them. There's, there's been yeah. a few changes since last time. so Because we'll, we'll we went a there. little bit loan crazy, didn't we, towards oh, the end yeah. of the transfer window? Social has like, just been throwing them in there. Throwing everywhere. them, changing them as well. You know, you're not there. You're going there now, doing a bit of a bit of moving around. So we've got plenty to get through. What we're kicking off with? Uh, start with the 18s, eh? Start with the under 18s, yeah. What have you got from there? Well, the first game, we were supposed to be playing Salford City in the FA Youth Cup, which would have been a great game because we played their first team. Well, I think it was their first team, but they had players missing. Um, in the EFL trophy and we battered him which was good so battered we're going to play him in the Youth Cup we thought it was going to be good but the night before um, the FA decided to cancel everything so um, as you do everything cancelled yeah so we don't know if when we're going to play that if we're going to play it hopefully they'll uh, reinstate it at some point but uh, yeah they went, they went up without a game which was a bit unfortunate are we expected to win that game comfortably is that so? Well, yeah, but the fact, we, the fact we beat the first team, and yeah, then we, I mean, is that like you look at that and you go, oh, that's a bit of a gimme? Yeah, yeah, they might as well just give us the yeah, the, do you know what I mean? Instead there. of calling it off, you just give us the win, save everyone on the Maiva. But all right, we'll wait and then bat you. But I think that would have been a good um, a lot of people would have watched that because the Salford connection with the class of 92, you know, people would have actually seen the, the players, the class of 92, the United fans and United legends, so they go and buy another club and then play against United. It's a lot about. Don't get me started on that, David. We'll be here all day. Yeah, so that's postponed. What else is going down? So um, the following week, twenty um, third, I think it was of um, January, we played Blackburn away, which is it's one of my favourite places to go. At, but at the same time, it's not because you just if you don't wear the right footwear, you just sink. Where where's where is the the game played? Um, Brockall Village, I Brockle. think. Yeah, it's like oh, a, I know Brockall Village. That's where they train. Yeah, so, I used to cover Blackburn when I was a so, reporter. You know when you go in on the left, yeah. if you carry on going straight, they've got the academy at the back. Right, yeah. You go through like a housing estate. It's, it's quite a nice training yeah. ground, that. Uh, yeah, I used to cover it for a few years when I was a Lancashire reporter. Um, interviewed Ryan Sunnicliffe there once. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ex-Man United. Yeah, I don't, know he's, I, think he, I don't know if he was at Blackburn. I think he was with Fulham or someone that they were there. I can't remember anyway. But yeah, so what happened there? Um, it, was, it was a mad game, really. Uh, what a way to start the new season off. Um at the very start, first minute, we get a goal. It was bad, bad clearance to Charlie Savage. He plays in McNeil and yeah, puts it away in the, like say, the very first minute, 1-0. What a start to the, the new year. It's just, yeah, you couldn't have asked for a better start because I could say the previous game against Salford was called off, so you don't know what, if, the match fitness and all that. But yeah, you can't get better than first minute, can you? You can't get better than the first minute, as uh, Southampton will tell you. That's a different story. <laughs> Um, and once again, a babbly about um, half an hour or so in, Savage wins the ball again. He um, plays it through to McNeil, who um, stretches the keeper, but then he puts it past him for 2-0. And um, great finish from McNeil. He's just a um, goal scorer. You know. I ask you this every time we're on, but for people that don't know, Savage sounds familiar, that name. Oh, yeah. 
Robert's son. <laughs> it is Robbie Savage's son, in case you're wondering, yeah, because I know we always talk about that. Um, sounds like him and McNeil doing, doing bits. Yeah, Savage is, is like the, the back end of, well, start of this season up to Christmas. I, he looked um, brilliant and he's he's just looked even better in this game at the moment. Yeah, he, he, he was all over the place winning tackles and the, some of the passes he does is, is brilliant, really. Is he like his dad? Is he that no, type he's of player? Not, he's, he, no, he's a midfielder. Obviously, his dad was a striker when he was at United. But People forget that, don't they? Yeah, I think that was his hindrance, why he didn't really make it. I think if he would have been a midfielder... Well, it, I don't know, but like... No, I... I, I do you, really? Yeah. <laughs> Skulls, but Keane, move out of the way. Robbie's got well, this. Well, if you compare Robbie Savage and Nicky Butt, especially when Butt went to like... Blackburn. All right. And yeah. to, to Newcastle. Yeah, and and, and Birmingham. I get yeah. where you're going with that one, yeah. It would have been tough, tough, but you never know. Strange yeah. things have happened. He might not have crashed his car into that tree. And then it would have been a whole different world we live in. But yeah. Char- uh, Charlie Savage doing bits. Yeah, yeah, it looks amazing. Um, yeah, it, like I say, he, he two assists in the first um, half an hour or so. You can't, you can't beat that. And then um, Hugerworth gets a ball in like, the midfield, loops it over to... Um, Noah Emma and, and he slots it away from the right hand side for three nil. You know, we've five minutes before the half and three nil up, you're just like top of the league. It's done, isn't it? Done. Hey. Go home. It's over. So we're three nil up, five minutes before the first half. Yep. Take half time. Yeah. Three nil. Three nil half time. Yep. We like that's it now, job done. Yeah. Unfortunately it wasn't that, was it? Um you say unfortunately, Dave, which is worrying me. Well, it was unfortunate, but fortunate just All right, yeah. okay. I like what you did there. Um, messy corner from a, like 10 minutes into the half get bounced around it um, falls to one of the Blackburn players who's blasts it in you know a lot of players in the way so nothing the keeper could have done really so they get it back Lucky. get it back one goal back and then on um, about the 70th minute balls crossed in from the left uh, bad clearance and then get, given to a Blackburn player puts it away only one goal behind then Ooh, 20 minutes to go it's all happening 10 minutes to go Ten minutes ago, yeah, another cross from the left, cleared to the edge of the box, and then player just whacks it, three three. Oh my god! You are so joking. three nil you are up. Joking me, Dave? What is going on here? Yeah, three nil up to three three, and it would have been, um, you know, our record for the 18s has been amazing, and you know, to throw it away like that would have been horrendous. But then, two minutes ago, McNeil has a shot. Um, it's blocked by a player. Comes to Charlie Savage, who'd been on fire. He hits it into the ground, loops over the keeper, win the game 4-3. 4-3, eh? 3-0 way- up, 3 all. let them think they're back in the game. Come on, what's that? Oh, look, really, you're back in it now, 3 all. No, boom, 4-3, thank you. Yeah, and another three points, top of the league. It was just a, a great way to do it. You always like, always best way to win it when you win it last minute, really, isn't it? Yeah, it, is. it, it, it does nothing for my nerves, but yeah, it must have been. Especially that shows as well. The resilience, me and you have spoken about several times on this podcast about the resilience of some of these youngsters because they've got that fighting and they've got that will, they've got that sort of never give up attitude, which it's not just about passion, obviously. You need ability as well, but they've got the ability, but it shows that they've got the resolve to, to bounce back and, and not bounce back, but to, to, to keep going. Yeah, I think the fact that Solskjaer's a manager now and he's, he's he's doing it like the Fergie way where he does want youth bringing through that, they probably look at it and think, if I play well enough, I'm going to get yeah. my opportunity. So they're always going to be fighting to to get points and get goals and win games because they know that if they play well, they're going to get an opportunity. That sounds good as well, because especially like you say, they've had a game postponed, probably a bit annoyed at that. You go in a Blackburn game, you're 3-0 up, 3-0, but you end up winning 4-3. 
fantastic. And it sounds like with the likes of McNeil and Savage, got a couple of players yeah, there. Savage, so definitely keep your eye for, on. For me, Savage, um, he's the one to watch at the moment. Yeah. If, in midfield, yeah. He's obviously playing for the 18s, but he may get his opportunity with, obviously, players loaned out at the moment. He may get his opportunity for the 23s and have a couple of games there, see how he does. Keep your eye on him. Make sure you keep your eye on the Savage. We might have to start being nice to Robbie Savage if his son plays for you. I'm always nice to Robbie Savage. I'm all right, Robbie Savage. I don't, he doesn't nice wind me guy. Up. Yeah, he doesn't wind me up like he does everyone else. But I know it's on my timeline. A lot of people don't like it. <laughs> and his brother's a United fan. Well, there you go. Hey, he's only a, he's only a troll. He's only a wind up merchant. Yeah. So the following weekend we had Burnley away, and I don't think cameras were allowed in, so. Didn't see it. We got beat 1-0 and Hugoworth got sent off at the last minute. Don't know what for. So, yeah, we lost. What do you mean cameras weren't allowed in? Why not? Um, I don't think... The COVID thing, some, they don't want people turning up. Is it not just because they've not got like electricity in Burnley? <laughs> I'm only joking if you're from Burnley. I know you've got electricity. Um. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I don't know if... you. Anyway, the, the normal setup on there, they might have had one camera, they might put some highlights out, but I'm not seeing it. It's, this is the problem. It's the a dark day anyway. You can't even watch... The under 18s and on the on the teller. Yeah, it's it's like I say one nil. I think it's might be the first defeat of the season. I think. And um, but if there was no cameras there, was it a defeat? Did, did it happen? Yeah. Do you know what and I mean? Did, did Hugoworth get sent off? Exactly. Think about it. But we're still six points ahead over Liverpool. That's all that matters to me. Yeah, you top of the league. Yeah. You know, um, can't complain. And we've got a game next Saturday against Sunderland away, which has always been a good place to go. I'm pretty gutted that I won't be there this, this Is year. that at their training ground? Yeah. The, 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 the nice training ground they've got that features on the documentary? Yeah, it is there. Yeah. But you don't see the where they... It's, it's, amazing. it's, it's like Teletubby land. <laughs> it's, um, it's... You walk in the building, you come down, and then you like where the pitch is, and you go through this tunnel under this like Teletubby. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. But it is cold. Is but it? it's worth it because we win all the time when we're there. Oh, well, that's what matters. Keep winning, keep going there. They just lose, don't they, Sunderland? Whenever I watch that documentary, they got relegated twice. Yeah. It's just like, you think, oh, surely now they're at a level where they keep dropping down, they'll, they'll come back up, and then they seem to miss out on getting promoted. It just doesn't seem like a happy camp. It's it's one of them where they've, they've just fallen so far that I don't think the academy and the 23s is a priority at the moment. And the fact that we battered them last season, and we've this season we've taken two players off them, Joe Hugill and Logan Pye. I mean, more on what, him later. Joe Hugill. What? I, I, I just don't I can't see what they're going to be able to do at the moment. You know, I could be completely wrong. I mean, it could be a Sheffield United <laughs> thing. Where, but um, <laughs> yeah, it's. I feel a bit sorry for him, but it's, don't it's, feel sorry for him, Dave, because no. you cast your minds back, right? Yeah, yeah I'm so talking. 2012. No, yes, I know. They were yeah, in front of us. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about. I'm talking about these under 18 kids who mm. are. Getting, getting beat every week. It's not, not nice for him. <laughs> Fair enough. He's a nicer man than I am, Dave. I'm but, just bitter. But, the, but yeah, but. them fans at the stadium are like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, now yeah. he's laughing now, eh? <laughs> yeah, so that's it for the 18s. Um, like I say, the two games should have been three and top of the league. Comfortable. Yeah. I mean, obviously not great that we had a defeat, but, you know, a good win over Blackburn as well. And like you say, some good players there that we've been talking about. Over the last few months, it sounds like, there's, there's reasons to be cheerful when we're looking at our, our academy at the moment. Yeah, it could be good because, like I say, the defeat might have come at the right time where the next game is Sunderland. So get it out of the system that this loss and they just have a fight back against a team that they should be beating. And you've got a couple of players over, maybe a little bit of points approved or something, mm. going back to the old club. Uh, what have you got next for us? Um, 23s, 
Um, 23s, mate. Everyone's, everyone's been talking about the 23s lately, haven't they? Yeah, they have, for good and bad reasons. Yes, <laughs> that's true. Um, so we played on the 18th. We played Leicester away. Um, big news was the starting lineup. Um, Matty Kovar was back in goal after his loan at Swindon. Yeah, because I remember covering this on one of the news uh, paper talks because he went there um, on loan and then um, the manager whose name is Sk- Is it John Sheridan over there? I can't remember the manager, I think, uh, um, Swindon had a decision to make. Well, I th- what from what I... They got a new manager in. Right, okay. So we've been playing every game. Right. New manager comes in, decides he doesn't want a lone player in goal. He wants his own player, and then right, he'd okay. stop playing. Like, so, whatever. So I think United went... Richie Wellens are the United... Um, uh, old boy is the new manager. Obviously got ties to the, the club, so, but he's got to make his own decisions, yeah, so, so I think, we get that. I think United went, well, we'll take him back if you're not going to play. Yeah, him. fair enough. Um, and then, obviously, Dylan Levitt as well came, come back from a uh, rough time at Charlton, where I don't think he played much. It no. Didn't, it's, it was a waste of time loan with um, Lee Bowyer. Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm quite glad he's not playing under Lee Bowyer for reasons we don't need to get into, but yeah, I don't think that was a good move for him anyway. Yeah, and... Um, so yeah, we played Leicester at their brand new training ground, which looks pretty nice to be honest. Um, on the, this brand new pitch, and got off to a bad start. You know, like the 18s when they scored in the first minute. Cool. Um, Leicester did the same against us. Um, ball on the left beat. Um, bad, sorry, a bad clearance from Kovar. Get full straight to the um, forward from Leicester. He just passes it to the next one, puts it past him. Re- real mistake and. I don't know whether it was Kovar, where he's because he's come back to this team, he's just a bit out of sorts. Bit com- yeah, bit out of sorts, bit complacent, maybe. Maybe he's just like you know, because the rough and tumble of was it League One or wherever he was at, um, and then coming into it, it was just a bad cl- it was clearance. Yeah. I just don't know what he's doing in the first minute as well. It was just not the start. Yeah, not and the it, you know, it wasn't guys. wasn't liking because he is a decent keeper. Yeah, very good things about it. And then around about the fifteen minute mark, um, ball in the best left beat Kovar. It was a it was a funny one. It, it, it was like a Across, but he just went in the goal, uh, you know, across the goal, across the um, the turf, and a, looked at the re- replays a couple of times. You couldn't tell if it took a deflection or not. But even 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 so, it was Kovar should have dealt with What's it. What's going on? He was having a bad bad time. Uh, well, you know, he's only young; he'll learn. But um, a couple of minutes later, Hannibal picks the ball up. He had a ton of space, um, puts it out to Alanga, who does what Alanga does: shoots, cross goal, scores. Looked, um, it's that easy. Yeah, it's a longer. He's fat. He gets the ball. He runs with it. And he I scores. know. That's you what... say this like on repeat every time I speak to you. It's like he gets the ball and he just shoots. He goes in. So we got one back, and then just before half time, um, Harvey Neville talking about another player who's got a famous dad. He crosses in on the right to Alanga again. Who nice finish takes it past the keeper for two two, and ends. We end the half. You know, two 0 down to two two. Only positives really. Game, man. Second half comes. Don't like looking this, Dave. I don't like the way you you positioning yourself. We you did always. Right. You look like you're about to give me bad news. Yeah, well, the first minute in the first uh, first half was bad. First, yeah. first, you know, first minute in the second half, it was all right. Right. But the second uh, second minute in the first second half, yeah, long ball, um, bounce, it bounced, <laughs> and then they just Kovar comes out. They just chip it over him, and it was bad positioning from him. He had a he had a shocker. What's going on with Kovar here, right? He's got on a low move. He's obviously done he's done all right. It's not like he was dropped because he was terrible. They got no, a new no. manager in and then comes back into the under twenty threes, which you think he'd be fine with, you know, he's got that little bit more experience, everything's hunky dory and he sounds like he's having a bit of a shocker. 
He, and I get that. He's a youngster. I'm not throwing him under the bus. It happens, but it's just a bit bizarre, isn't it? Because you wouldn't have saw that one coming. Yeah, it was it, it, was, it was a shame because I highly rate him. I think he's a top keeper and he just, he just had a shocker. <sighs> Mate, don't worry. There's a long, long, many years ahead of you. It's only, you know, it's only the beginning of your career. You'll, you'll be all right. But then um, the worst thing in the match happened around about the 50 minute mark. There was um, a challenge with Alanga. It wasn't even that bad of a challenge. It just it, the way he went into him, Alanga went over, fell on his shoulder, and um, he was down for ages. The guy got booked. I don't think it was that bad of a challenge. It was just the way he fell down. And then he got subbed off, and you could see him coming around. He cut all his shirt off, and he was holding his collarbone. And um, yeah, he, he went off. They got interviewed um, the following week, Neil Wood, the manager, and they asked what his problem was. He said it was just a upper body injury. They never mentioned what it was, but it looked like a broken collarbone, oh, so he could mate. be out for a while. That's gutting, that. Yeah, and it was because he was on fire. He's, he would have, I think he would have scored a hat-trick yeah. in that game. I don't think we played particularly well, but I think we probably may have got beat, but he would have scored a hat-trick. Um, and then Leicester scored a goal, balls crossed in, um, put in, and luckily Flores, the flag goes up, but what a terrible decision when they really? saw the replay. He was miles onside, oh, and we got away with it. No VAR at this level. But, um, yeah, it didn't matter to them because... They got another opportunity. The ball comes into the box. Guy picks it up and he's just no one around him. Loads of space. Literally takes a touch, looks up, shoots. Can't blame Kova for that one. It was just um, bad defending. And yeah, that's how it finished. 4-2. Not a, not a good... What's the, what's the standard like, Dave? Because we've had me and Housen and a few of us have been discussing about the under-23s and that can be a real mixed bag. What do you think the standards are like? It's... Because you watch, if you don't know, yeah. Dave watches football at all levels, and I mean all levels. It's it's a funny one. I mean, the fact that we're now out of the EFL trophy, I'm gutted about because I think that step, the players who who play in it, the level has to step up to play in yeah. that. Twenty three sometimes it's a bit lackadaisical. Sometimes it's yeah. just you're just playing to play. I don't think it was in this game. I think they were going for it. it just we weren't good enough that game. Um, but yeah, sometimes if you're playing a I don't know, a team, sometimes you just, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's only when you're playing like the, the big boys, you know, your rivals, they're really up for it sometimes, as we'll talk about in the next game. <laughs> Nicely done. The rivals, go on, hit me with it, brother. Um, we had on Saturday, Liverpool away. That mob from down the yeah. M62, Liverpool away. And it, I think everyone knows about this game, but tell us anyway, because this has been doing the rounds. Everyone was... Rapping about this one, what, what went? Yeah, what so went down? the f- news from that game was then Brandon Williams is playing right back. It's gonna be tasty. And um, Ahmad Diallo, our new signing, it was his first appearance for United on the playing on the right wing. He, he won't amount to anything. I've heard he's rubbish. No, he's rubbish. Yeah, rubbish. <laughs> didn't even get involved, did he? <laughs> um, not until like the 14th minute when he when he steals the ball and then goes one on one and puts it past the keeper. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> what an introduction against yeah. Liverpool. You saw this game. The goals I saw the goals, yeah. I didn't see the game, yeah, I saw the goals. So, nice finish that one. Yeah. Right, I don't want to get carried away, because I've not seen a lot of this kid, but it's safe to say he's probably one of the best players in the history of football. <laughs> but yeah, he's... Um, it's, I don't think he did much before that, but... The way, <laughs> you know, in the 30 minutes before that goal. But <laughs> the way he picked the ball up and then yeah, he, he stole it and scored with his left, yeah, it was a, he did well. Um, but yeah, it wasn't, I mean, obviously he's having a decent game and others around him are as well. 
Especially the next goal was just one of my favourite goals this season I've seen. Yeah. Hannibal gets the ball, back heels it to Pujmal. He looks up, plays a beautiful ball to Joe Hugel. He takes it around the keeper and scores for 2-0. It was... Yeah, if, if if you've not seen it, the, I think the highlights are on YouTube. It's worth watching. It's just an amazing it goal. It is proper chef's kiss tackle. Perfect. Yeah, um, 2-0 up against Liverpool, which was... Mate, all day long. But then, uh, unfortunately, they get one back. Um, you get a free kick's put in. It's headed out. It was never then, a free kick anyway, in my opinion, even though I've not seen and it. And then a half fall in. It was a decent shot. Beat um, Kovar. He was actually, I thought, was playing well this game. He, he knows. Well, yeah. He's, he's, the scouts, he's up for it. Yes, unfortunately they get another and it does go in a half-time 2-2. See, now you're starting to worry, aren't you? You're thinking, we're 2-0 up against that mob from down in 62. It's 2-all. What's going on? Yeah, and I, I thought it, that would have galvanised Liverpool. They're playing at home. We haven't been particularly that good in the 23s. I thought they'd just maybe run away with it a little bit, but luckily that did not happen. Yes. Um, Harvey Neville to Ahmad Diallo. Diallo. He, and then he puts it over to the left-hand side to Fernandez, who's playing at left-back. Bruno. Um, <laughs> it's a bold move. <laughs> yeah. Listen, you're not doing well in the first team. We're going to sit you at left-back. We've the, got the Scousers <laughs> under 23s. We need a win. Go on, son. We know you like playing against them. Um, he puts it in the box uh, for Hugo. Uh, brilliant finish. He gets his second of the game. <sighs> Proper goal scorer's goal. And yeah, nice finish that. as well. And then 65th minute... Hannibal on the left-hand side, runs into the box. Two defenders are sandwiched him, goes down, referee points at the spot. Should have been two red cards in my opinion, but yeah, we'll take the penalty. But we'll give Joe Hugill a penalty. He's on a hat-trick, scores, he? scores a hat-trick. Yeah. And then um, people are moaning, yeah, he scored two from open play, but he won's a penalty, so he doesn't count. So he had to go and score another, didn't he, just to prove the point. <laughs> um, yeah, Shortire wins the ball, plays it across to Hugill. He puts it away. Good, another good finish. Gets four goals. Oh, gets four goals. Four goals against the Scousers. Amazing, absolute scene. Yeah, I know he, his finishing was great as well. He, he's, I wouldn't say he's been hot and cold, but he's looked good. But other other games where he's not scored, he, obviously as a striker, people are judging on your goals, yeah, not, not on your play. And he's not always scored in every game, but this game he, he got he got the goals Can't we needed. Not that at all. Once again, Hannibal sprinting into the box, brought down. They can't handle him. Get another penalty. So, so Hugh Gill's already had. He's had got four. Listen, don't, I've got four. I don't need it. Ahmad, your first game, do you want a penalty? Do I want a penalty, says Ahmad. Yeah, so on your first game against Liverpool, you got a penalty. Yeah, I think you just blast it. Just Put your foot through it. No, no, no. <laughs> just um, decide to penenka it. <laughs> <laughs> the absolute cojones on this youngster. Yeah, just um, sloops it over. Mate, this was immense. I was yeah. watching his goals. I was like running around the living room. I was watching it. It was amazing. Like, it was brilliant. Yeah, it was. Um, and I think after that, we just not switched off, but we, we, like, we've won this now. Um, and unfortunately, Liverpool got another one back. It was like a cross slash chip over Kovar, and it was just like tapped in. But Fluke. Yeah, Fluke. And, but like a minute to go, they, um, they had a shot again, but Kovar with another great save with his feet. Kept, Same. You know, Perseverance so. there, kids, that's the answer. Yeah, so like I say, in the Leicester game, he didn't have the best of games, but this game he he pulled out a few good saves and um, all around good performance. Um, Joe Hugill, what can you say? Just like I say, scoring four goals against Liverpool. He's, and, he, and I found out afterwards that they didn't even give him the ball. Why not? 
didn't even give him the, the ball. Scouser's <laughs> nicked it. I'm not saying that all Scouser's are thieves, but you know what I mean. Yeah, wasn't allowed to take it home with him. Why? That's, how's that a thing? Yeah. I thought you always got the match ball if you score that trick. Apparently not in the 23s. That's disgusting. Needs should, FIFA. He, he should have swiped needs it. To look in, yeah, he should have. <laughs> right, well, we'll start a petition. We're going to get Joe Hugill a match ball to replace the one he didn't get for scoring four goals against the Scousers. If, if, it, if one of their lot had scored four goals against us, they're building bloody statue outside Anfield. Let's have it right. Yeah, so that win put us back in seventh, but we're seven points off top. We're 10 points off the relegation. Yeah. So we're just like mid-table, just... He's mid-table. I just want to ask you a little bit about Hugo because you, you mentioned it quite a lot on this on this channel and on these podcasts. Um, obviously got four goals. Oli mentioned him in his press conference because he was asked about Diallo and he sort of said about, well, actually, you know, if you can ask me about who's, who's sort of, you know, should be knocking on my door, look at Hugo got four goals. For those who don't know, what sort of a striker is he and how good do you think he can become? He's just, he's there, he looks like, um, he's just in the box striker. Maybe, I don't want to compare him to anyone, but if it's Jamie Vardy-esque, just like yeah. in the box, getting a goal, things like that. I mean, his finishing was great as well. But yeah, he's, he's just a poacher. He's, he's not one, I wouldn't, like the trouble is that these days with, especially with United, is our strikers? They like to go on the wing, like Greenwood, Rashford, Martial. They're, they're not. They're not centre down, forwards yeah, they're, in exactly. the traditional sense. Yeah. I know Martial plays there, but a lot of the time, but they're not traditional. No, I, I would say Hugill is. He is. He's yeah. old school, in and around the box predator. Like I'm not. I'm not comparing him either. But the type of player that Rude would would have been. Yeah. Like, I'm not. Comp- yeah. But yeah, yeah. Like Van Nistelrooy type of. If I'm, he was, I'm just around the six yard box yeah, a lot if, of the time. If, if he was playing in the first team, he'd. he'd He'd be in the number nine position. Right, so do you think he's got what it takes to, because it's notoriously difficult for strikers especially to get from academy to the Manchester United first team. How many you know, how many strikers have we had out-and-out strikers that have, have gone, you know, you can argue Rashford and, and, and Greenwood, although again, are they out-and-out strikers? Probably Mason is a little bit, but over the years, it's a, you know, there's not many that have come from the academy and gone on to become Manchester United's main striker. Do you know what I mean? Even like said, Danny Welbeck coming for a little yeah. while and then getting moved on. James Wilson, a cameo, and moved on. Do you think he's got what it takes to to, to, to trouble the first team? Possibly, but he's like he's still young. He's still yeah. playing for the 18s as well. Yeah. He's only signed this season. He's not played a full season for us yet. Yeah. I mean, we've got we've had games called off, so and so he's not even playing all the games possible. It's, it's early days, but if, if he keeps going the way he's going, and he's got competition as well, because obviously Charlie McNeil, who scores... He's, he's got like 3,000 yeah. goals since he's I think, he was I think, I think 10. it's just about 3,000. <laughs> um, so he's going to be wanting to be pushing into the 23s team. And yeah, they're going to have a good competition. So it's, hopefully it'll improve both of them to, to try and one it's up a, each it's other. It's a nice, not even, not even an issue, it's a nice thing to have happening, isn't it? That in fact you've got these two out and out goal scorers who love, you know, banging them in and, and they're sort of getting a little bit of a mini contest going on between them. And hopefully we'll see them get a chance in the first team. You know, maybe not. I don't know. Where do you reckon this season's a bit too soon? I, I'd probably say this season's too soon. Yeah. Especially the fact that we're, we're, we're I don't, are we challenging for the, I don't know. Yes, we are. We're, we're, all right, we're challenging for the league. Say it out loud, it's yeah, right. We're, we're challenging we're for the league. We're, so we're in a title. We race. don't want to take any risks at the moment, do we? No, no, no. I suppose you're right. I mean, to be fair, we could have put them both on against Southampton for the last 10 minutes. Probably got yeah. a goal as well. We went on the bench, though. So yeah. yeah. All these like that. I should have put them on the bench. Put on the bench. Bring it on. You go. Get yourself a goal. Get in on the act. Never mind. Uh, no, it sounds like lots of reasons to be cheerful there. Glad to see the youngster at Diallo coming in, doing well. Do we need to temper our expectations a bit? Because I know I was only saying he's a great footballer. He's just a footballer, but I was 
been a little bit tongue in cheek, but there's talk already and these momentum's gathering on social media of people saying, Oh, you know, he's gotta be given a chance soon. Um do you think that we can expect to see him in the first team or in and around the first team? Maybe not starting, but in the squad. With the Europa League, possibly. Yep. Um, obviously, like I said they weren't in the EFL trophy anymore, so they might use this as a springboard mm. for some of the players. So it'd be nice to see him in a, in a game like you know in the Europa League. Yeah, I think I think that's fair, and I think you know we um, we spoke to James Cooper as well from Sky. We talked to him on the T1 Transfer podcast, and he was saying something similar about you know the, the, the expects the Arlo to maybe feature in the squad within this this month actually. So that's good to see. Exciting player, type of player that you think United fans would love as well. Attacking winger, tricky, quick. Got those sort of old school United traits yeah. that we, we've perhaps been missing a little bit from the first team. What else have you got for me? Um, so that was it for the 23s. We'll talk about obviously so a couple of departures and some loan changes. Cause Done well to keep up with this, mate. The loans, it's all happening. Yeah, I've not come through everyone. People who are still at the same team are just, yeah, they're still there. But, what? What's the point in that? But um, Lucas Bezier, who's a centre-back who I, I really rated, also he could play in right-back. He's left United now. He's signed a four-year deal with Celestia, who are a Polish team, I think. Okay. Um, he's he's left us, unfortunately. I, I thought he'd, he'd have been given a chance at some point, but yeah, he decided to go and play first-team football. We wish him well. Country. Yeah. yeah. Um, Jacob Carney, we talked about the goalkeeper, I said he was in the non-league team at the Bright House Town. He's now moved to Portadown FC in the Northern Ireland uh, Premier League. Yeah. Which, I'm, I, to be honest, I don't know much about the, the... What do you mean you don't know much about the Northern Ireland Premier League? What sort of a I don't, academy <laughs> review is this? I expect you to watch every single game in the Northern Ireland Premier League next time before we speak. Well, Otherwise, next, next I'll be very disappointed. Um, so he's gone there. I don't know if it's a step up or not, but it's it's a different challenge. Yep, and it, obviously good for a goalkeeper. Um, Ethan Laird, he's moved to MK Dons. Yes, and from what I've not seen much, but from what I've heard and read, he's doing bits, and they yeah. they really like him. I don't think that he's playing particularly as a right back. He's playing more forward as a yeah, like, like a winger a, almost. Like if he's playing a foot, about like a wing back kind wing of thing. Back, sorry, yeah. Um, yeah, apparently they're very happy with him there, and he's if he can stay. If there's one player who needs a bit of luck and well, deserves it, it's Ethan Laird. Well, he's had such a time with it with injuries. Well, his first um, game, he went off injured, oh. and I just thought, yeah, same. we were doing a live and we we covered it and was like, oh no, is this going to be another yeah. spell out? But uh, luckily, he posted on his Instagram that he um, it was just a dead leg, yeah. which um, dead leg, carry on with that, don't you? <laughs> Especially Ethan Laird, he's not exactly soft, is he? Um, another big one was Ted and Mengi. Obviously, he wasn't involved in the 23s games. I'm like, where's Ted and? What's Ted and doing? He's going to meet Wayne Rooney. That's a, that, for me, is a combination made in heaven. Ted and Mengi, he's a great player in there. He's great attitude as well. Great lad. And, you know, proper old school mank. Um, Wayne Rooney. Just it's the type it. of sort of leader that yeah. you know that that Mengi could probably be one day I mean it sounds like a match made in heaven what do you make of that move yeah I, I really like it obviously Derby are a quite decent team and the fact that you rate him high enough that a young player can go on loan there as a centre back it's, it only can be good things um, we'll have to see how he does fingers crossed he does he um, just smashes it and comes back are you surprised at all that he has gone out on loan because some people looked at it and gone thought he might have may have got some opportunities in the first team or he was you know he was in a couple of squads when he, maybe he was going to get a chance in the Europa or do you think that he needs a, a move where he's going to get some more regular football because he wasn't going to get regular football in the first team United was he? I think that's it the regular football he yeah. may have got like I say opportunities but 
he wants to be playing. And I think he needs to be playing in order to progress. Yeah, sounds good. It sounds like a good move. And obviously, we'll be keeping you posted and updated on anything that goes on with Ted and Meggie at Derby County and the other ones, uh, whether it's Ethan Laird at MK Dons or the other low moves that they've spoken about. Is that it? Have you got more? No, um, big one yesterday, um, James Garner. Jimmy Garner. Moved away from Watford once again, playing most games, and then towards the end, they didn't, weren't playing him, so United went, come back. Yep. Um, sent him to Nottingham Forest. Big club. Um, Double European Cup winners many years ago. Played yesterday, got man of the match. Man of the match. And I think he hit the crossbar as well. That's and um, That's what Matt, that's all it's, it's, it's hard to see when you look on online about how players are doing, because especially with United players, it's just United fans saying, oh, he's amazing, isn't it? But when you, when you mm, read through between yes. the lines and you see actual Nottingham Forest fans and what they thought of him when they watched, yeah, they, they seem to be impressed with him. It's uh, only one game so far. Yeah, but. I mean, I like Jimmy Garner. I mean, you've spoken a lot about him and he, when I've been at see the under-23s, he's been like the, the star of the show where everyone's like, oh, James Garner, what's he going to do? Um, you, you know, you mentioned that at Watford things went a bit sour there. So, seems like a good move for him and hopefully he can kick on and, and you know, give Ollie something to think about next season. Yeah, I've, I've, yeah. hopefully he's going to be a regular and just get, get the games in and get what he needs out of a loan. Um, Chong, similar thing. He was at um, Wolfsburg. Uh, Werder Bremen. Well, I was about to say. Yeah, I was, yeah. Start with W's. W, know. they're in Germany. Yeah. Stop nitpicking. All right. Um, yeah, once again, same thing, playing. He started off really well, didn't he? And everyone yeah. was like... I think he scored in his like one of his first games in preseason. I was like, "Look, told you there's a player here," um, and then it, it again it all went south, didn't it? And he's ended up going to is it Club Bruges? Club Bruges, and yeah. he's been given the number seven shirt, which is a, which obviously means, means he's amazing. He's amazing. Where do you stand with Chong, Dave? Because I've asked you this loads of times about him. Because obviously he went to Vader Bremen, and people when he went there were like, "He's never, he's never coming back. That'll be that'll be the end of him at United." Did all right at the beginning. Everyone was like, oh, maybe we were a bit hasty. Not really worked out. Got in a club bruise. Where do you, where do you see him ending up? Well, he's, he's the play, a player that we need at United. We don't have right-sided players. And yeah. he is one. And I think he's got a, this loan has got to work out where he just smashes it. And then yeah. he can come back and say, yeah, I can be that right-sided player. If we don't sign anyone, he's, um, we're not, we're going to have to use him because there's no, there's no one just, else really. I know what you mean. The, the, the problem I have with Chong is whenever I've seen him in the first team, he's never stepped up. He's never for me. And I know yeah. he's not. Had, I know he's only had cameos. To be fair to the lad, and I'm not throwing him on the bus because he might end up having a glittering career. But he, he's never gone to that level where he's come on for the first team and you think, wow, that's what all the hype's about. It's always been a bit underwhelming and almost. I don't like to be critical of young players because he's still a kid, but. He's not played that well for the first team when he's come on, and you're like, oh, really? So I hope it does work out. For yeah, him. and he's, he's, I think with him, he needs uh, consistency of games. Yeah, I get that. But I think like he, was, he started out so well for him in Germany, he was doing that, yeah. and then it seemed to have died down. But maybe at Club Bruges, you can you can do something because even if we do get a right sided player in, because at the moment what we're playing, Mason Greenwood there, he's not a right sided player. No, he's, he's a centre forward. Centre forward, and like we said. Even if we get someone, you're always going to need a backup, you know. So I, I do think he can be part of the first team squad if he just ups his level just one more. But yeah, I hope he does well. Yeah, it'd be nice to see because he's he's had a lot of hype to Heath Chong. 
and some may argue he's overhyped a little bit. That's not his fault. He's not asked for that. That's just what's happened. So we'll see how he gets on. Not had the best time, but away to Bremen. Club Bruges. This could reju- sounds daft when it say rejuvenate a child, but he's a, he's a still only a young lad. And if he, like you say, if he gets a gets a decent run of games, shows us what he's made of, then who knows? And we know that Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is happy to use young players if they're good enough. Of course, that's what that's what's great about him. He's, he is in the Fergie mould, isn't he? Which is yeah, nice to see. you know what I mean. You like, so you don't a winner, just, a winner, yeah, a, a win. <laughs> Passion. Um, I mean, who was the last United manager to get a nine 0 win? It's never happened before, Dave. We've never won nine 0 before. Was you old enough for that? You're yeah, yeah. roughly my age, aren't you? Quiz thing with you, and I yeah. messed it up because <laughs> I thought it was a, I, I was for some reason I'd sold Charmy head, and I thought it was Forrest. Yeah, yeah, yes. I remember it. I remember yes. it. Andy Cole got five, five of them, didn't yeah. he? Hey, he was under a bit of pressure. And he soon silenced the critics that day. Yeah, that was a great time. And now we're back scoring those sorts of goals with another manager in the Murgy in the Murgy fold in the Fergie mold. Only got to Is that it? Have we got any more for any more? That's it. I'm afraid. That's it. Well, you've done all right there because you've covered everything. To yeah. be fair to you, uh, the academy under twenty threes and our loanees. So oh, uh, one thing on? I can add as well, please do. Is the, we've been drawn in the UEFA Youth League and we've been drawn against the holders Real Madrid, which is will be a tough game. I'm not too sure when they're going to play that game yet. If it's going to be at Lee or if it's going to be, I'm not too sure the the details haven't come out. But that should be a good game. United's under nineteens against Real Madrid. I don't know why it made me laugh when you say. At Lee, like Real Madrid playing at Lee just amuses I've me. I've seen Juventus play. I know. That's what I mean. <laughs> hey, never mind the Bernabeu. Get that Lee Sports Village. That's where it's happening. That is the one that you'll be telling your grandkids years from now. Hey, I was there in 2021. Um, no, so we'll keep you posted on that. Dave, obviously, have the updates. Uh, games coming thick and fast now. We're back in the swing of things. Yeah, back to normal. Like yeah. I say, they have this winter break, which is supposed to be good, good for the players and the kids and stuff, but it's no, no good for me. It's not good for you, and also. Give him an hard lesson. Get him playing in the snow, eh? That's what makes a man. Well, to, I think as well, to be fair to him, I don't think many games would have been played with the weather we've no, had. It was because it's, yeah, yeah, so, so it's probably a good thing. Yeah, it's probably a good thing to don't listen to me. Uh, but <laughs> Dave will be back. Are uh, you coming back next week? Yeah, if you yeah, want. Of course we want you. Uh, back next week with an update as well. So we'll keep you posted on what's been happening with the likes of Ugil Diallo, Savage, and all the other, lo- and the Lonies as well. Any developments there with Ghana, with Chong, or with Benge, or Ethan Laird. Uh, Dave, always a pleasure. Where can people find you? Um, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at David J. Pritt and David on J. Instagram. Instagram at David Pritt. David Pritt. Always check him out because even if he's not at the games, he can't go to games, he's always watching him and keeping everyone posted as well. Um, you know where to find me. Also, if you're not doing so already, make sure you subscribe to the channel. And so Dave, you've got a channel as well. Yeah, yeah, not, I, don't, I don't think I've posted anything about a year. Well, historically, go check it out Listen, because when it's I'm, a good document I'll history. plug it when I'm back, when I'm back right, at then. games. Well, if you want to go and see <laughs> these old videos, you can do. But if you want to see our videos, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Check out the members section as well. That's been Dave. I've been Jake. This has been the Academy Review. Thanks for watching. Sports Social Podcast Network.